Reaching the fault lines of today. This is Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Zudi Jasser. Welcome back to Reform This. It's great to be with you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And I hope... After you listen, you you leave and you realize that you get a little dose of something that you may not be able to get anywhere else, on the internet, in podcasts, or online. And, you know, we're talking about, uh, we're right in the middle of the Olympics right now, and uh, the talk of the week was not only Michael Phelps and just the domination of so much of the gold medals that America is winning and God bless our country. God bless our athletes for their their representation of what freedom can do to the human spirit. And there's a reason why Olympics to Olympics, the United States plays such a dominant role. It's not because we have a monopoly on character, that we have a monopoly on human beings or humanity, but Freedom and liberty allows a society in which we can rise above, in which it's, it drives and gives people that fertile soil to plant the best of what they are and to grow that seed and to take it to the world and dominate. And that's exactly what we're doing. But it's interesting, you know, with all the talk of the Muslim, American Muslim hijabi who entered the sport of fencing and now became quickly a, a representation of another broken ceiling in America. And that's great. You know, I think uh, uh, hats off to her for doing that. But I hope she did it because she loved the sport of fencing, not just because she wanted to do something that she felt she could have a niche in and do it because she had a hijab and, and leave a mark. But there's something else here is that can you name other Muslim athletes? You know, I, I remembered back as I saw some of her interviews this week. The president on December 6th, uh, 2015, was uh, giving a Oval Office speech about terrorism and the threat. And Donald Trump at the time was uh, live tweeting. And uh, he, you know, tweeted at the time uh, as the president was talking from the Oval Office. The president said, uh, you know, he had talked about many American Muslim contributions to America, and he talked especially about many Muslim athletes. And Donald Trump tweeted, Big night on Twitter tonight, I'll be live tweeting. And then he... So the president says that Muslim Americans are our friends and our neighbors and our co-workers, and Trump responds, he really couldn't name one. And then there was a Twitter storm that followed with people naming Muslim Americans and reminding Mr. Trump that he had actually taken a number of photos with people like Muhammad Ali, who recently passed, and and so many others. And we could go through a list, but the bottom line is, is there have been many American Muslims that have served in professional sports and, 
and are well known, but just many may not have known they were Muslim. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the basketball player that now has become very outspoken about Islam and the threat of terrorism, but again, he's often apologetic, but again, as a, as a basketball player, short of Michael Jordan, he's probably one of the top five, top ten basketball players of all time. Ahmed Rashad, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, basketball, NBA. Muhammad Wilkerson, the New York Jets. Akib Talib, Denver Broncos. Adin Zeko, soccer. Masoud Ozil, soccer. Sharif Abdurrahim, the Grizzlies, basketball. Rashid Wallace, the Blazers. Larry Johnson. Bernard Hopkins, Amir Khan, boxing. Neil Yakupov, hockey with the Oilers. Marat Safin, tennis. Rashad Salam, Chicago Bears. Mixed martial arts, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Other soccer players and on. Now the list from women is not as long and we hope will become much larger. There were known women such as Abdul Qadir, a basketball player for Indiana State, Kulsum Abdullah, a weightlifter, Mona Saraji, snowboarding, Olympic shot putter, Leila Rajabi. So the bottom line is, is there have been many Muslims. And this isn't to criticize Mr. Trump. Again, this is, he was uh, in his normal uh, uh, Twitter reflexive nature. But to think now, as we have, Miss Muhammad as the icon of breaking these ceilings. There have been many Muslims who, uh, some have gone to the Olympics and many served in professional sports and brought a lot of joy to Americans who were Americans that loved their sports and did great in them and didn't wear their Muslim identity on their head or on their sleeves to make it obvious what they were. That's what America's about. E pluribus unum, out of many, one. Team USA is one. We don't divide each other. And, you know, I have to tell you, this president and the left so far is much more. They were supposed to be the, this was supposed to be the, the presidency to end racism, to end the divisions, but I, it has divided us. Now, is it their fault or is it the right's? I'll leave it to all of you to decide that. But the bottom line is, is somebody who goes, joins a sport to become part of Team USA should not exploit that platform to teach the rest of America a lesson. And instead of using that platform to look at the bigger part, which are the billions that live under the oppression of Islamist regimes, use that platform to say that we as Team USA not only are dominating the Olympics, if you're going to make it political, which you probably shouldn't do anyway while you're at the Olympics, but before or after, Demand that the Iranians, the Pakistanis, the Afghanis, the Qataris, the Egyptians, and others have equalities and stop the discrimination based on gender and the gender apartheid in the sports arena and elsewhere. But that didn't happen. So, unfortunately, the Islamist domination of our identity continues, and it went on and continued into the Olympics. And I hope... The day will come when our children's children will can choose to wear the hijab or not. But those Muslim women 
who achieve notoriety in sports will be just as much recognized for being Muslim because they chose not to wear the hijab as much as the ones who choose to wear the hijab. That they not be recognized even before they won any medals because they're Muslims and we want to make sure that not only we don't offend them but we lift them up because, you know, they're, they're being treated in a, in a bigoted way. Come on. We don't need that. We want to achieve what we do as a faith community at the equality of every other faith community, not because people feel sorry about us. That's the American way, and that's what I believe I was taught in my Islam. Now, yes, have there been acts of bigotry against Muslims? There have been, and and as uh, the fencer uh, uh, Muhammad noted, the shooting in North Carolina. Now the question is whether that was related to a a enraged tenant at a apartment complex that the Muslim couple lived in that was killed and murdered by this radical extremist who was driven by rage. I don't know. But the bottom line is is those stories are few and far be- between for somebody to clear that as a problem and not mention San Bernardino, Orlando, Boston, Fort Hood, Paris, Belgium, and all the different towns and cities that have been attacked by radical Muslims and the thousands upon thousands that have been injured or hundreds of thousands or millions that are in war in Syria or Egypt because of not only the dictatorships and the autocracies, but the Islamist movements that don't care or value human life the way we've learned to in the West. And it's time for us to reform the ideas and stop being the victims and blaming the very country that gives us the oxygen and the freedom and the space to live like no other place. And I believe that the best way to melt away that bigotry is not by wearing it on our sleeve or on our head, Yes, wear the hijab if you choose, so be it. But the best way to melt away the bigotry is not to just ask for it or demand it, but to be exemplars of American freedom and liberty, to be free, to serve this country, to choose to not only serve in its sports, but in its military, its police, as many Muslims do, but without expectations to say that we are Muslims, not who demand to be American, but we are Americans that happen to be Muslim. God bless our athletes, and uh, as we continue to watch the Olympics, whether regardless of faith, regardless of ethnicity, that we come together as a nation and celebrate the, the glory that is the talent that our Americans and all people of faith from all over the world that came together in Rio. This is Zudi Jasser on Reform This. When we come back, we'll talk about the latest in the global war on radical Islam. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. Breaching the fault lines of today. The Blaze Radio Network.